0: center studio it's a bill king show he was like a god walking
1: amongst near mortals go get it dog i'm a man he had a voice that could make a wolverine purr hot is sitting on a firecracker and suits so fine they made sinatra look like a hobo it's a fantastic day for the united states of america it's a bill king show
0: red seven i don't know what red seven means. brought to you by omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown hot that's what we call a sack lunch i do have are a very particular set of skills skills that make me a nightmare for people
1: little less than an hour, TJ Pittencher down in the Sunshine State joins us every Thursday. We'll talk Florida State, we'll talk the state of Florida, we'll talk college football like we always do. And later, much later, hour three in the show, Jay Book will go from down in Tampa over to Scottsdale, Arizona. And kick it around with Jay Book. He is with Bucknuts, the Ohio State site. We'll talk Buckeyes and all of that. Gonna be fun. 615 844 5600 on Twitter at BillisKing. And you can email the show, BillisKing7 at gmail.com was just randomly looking around, and I saw a mock draft. Now, you know I'm not Mr. Draft Guy. I'm, I'm a recruiting guy. Love that. Love high school stuff, college. I'm not a big draft guy, but I do like to peek around occasionally and see what's being said. And this is a Mel Kuyper, Jr., there are going to be a million mock drafts out there. I understand. We will not review many of them, but I do like to just see from a college point of view what some of the projections are. Doesn't matter to me whether it's accurate or not, whether it lands like this or not. Doesn't matter at all to me. Jalen Carter. I agree with that one. Number one D tackle out of Georgia. Y'all. To have a dominant D tackle, I mean an occupier, a twitchy guy, a guy who can get into the backfield, a guy who can pick people up and throw them in the stands that weigh 325 pounds. That's a hard guy to get. So I agree with that. They've got him one. And got him to the Bears. But, again, I don't care where they go. doesn't matter to me. C.J. Stroud, number two will Anderson number three Bryce Young four will Levis number five that's the one I don't get I just I don't see it I understand the quote measurables there I just don't see the productivity i I don't I don't see that they've got Tyree Wilson and edge uh, a a defensive end out of out of Texas Tech. He's good. Yeah, he's good. They got him number six. They've got maybe the only, well, one of the few players Northwestern has, Northwestern's football team, Coach Fitz, guy that I like. They've dropped off since not that long ago being in the Big Ten championship game. They've got offensive tackle Peter Skaronsky. Who's good? At number seven, Clemson's Miles Murphy, he and Brian Brzee, two first-round draft picks on the Clemson defensive line. Miles Murphy at number eight, Anthony Richardson, nine. There is not one chance in a billion I would spend top ten money, first-round money, on Anthony Richardson. They've got him number nine. This is Mel Kuyper. And Coach Charlie Partridge, friend of ours, defensive line coach, Pittsburgh. They've got D-tackle Kalijah Cansey, number 10, from from Pitt. Yeah, they've – tell you what, he's done a very good job there, Coach Partridge has. Remember, we used to have him on the show. Several years ago, we used to have him on the show all the time. He's now up at Pitt. He's been there a few years now and uh, doing a very good job, doing an outstanding job up there for a very good program. Yeah, for a very, very good program. Josh up in London, Ohio. Josh is moving to Picktown, as we know. Picktown, Ohio. Says, Bill, I was randomly thinking, and I randomly thought that TTUN still sucks today. To hell with them clowns. That is all. That's all I've got, Bill. Okay, I understand. Yeah, I get it. Who are they going to bring in as their offensive coordinator? How are they going to replace Coach Weiss, or who are they going to replace Coach Weiss with up there in TTUN country? It's a good question. Johnny Vegas says Bill it's not a countdown. Actually, he didn't say that this time. 22 days. Till we get to some college baseball. I am I'm excited about that. I'm trying I'm trying not to. I'm telling you, obviously this show is college football centric all the way around. Always will be. And that's always number 1 and there's not a close number 2. I got to tell you though, Because I've covered and obsessed over college football for so long, I mean, I've probably got – I've got close to 50 years of obsessing on this planet Earth over college football. Love it. It never goes away. The obsession never dies down. It's always there. But I got to tell you, because I do it so much – It's every day. There's no, in my mind, there's no switch that flips off when it comes to college football. So, that's one of the reasons why the non-playing portion of the season is never a burden for me. Because I never put it to bed. I understand we're not playing games right now, meaning games on Saturdays, et cetera. It's the non-playing portion of the season. It's still the season. It's just the non-playing portion. But because I'm in it every day, 365, the non-playing portion of the season doesn't bother me, and I don't have to speed it up to get to games. I just don't. College baseball, I've only got a few years where I've enjoyed it as to the level I do now. So when... Johnny Vegas brings up a number, number of days till we get to college baseball. I actually look at it and think, okay, can we speed this up a little bit? I do. And, no, college baseball will never come close to equaling college football. But I I do. I do look at it like that. That's weird. I know. It's true, though. It's, It's very true. Johnny Vegas, twenty-two days. Good stuff there. Tom in Myrtle Beach, soon to be Tom in Jamaica. Pulls up a list. List radio this morning, yo. I'm good. I'm good with that. TJ at the top of hour two later. J book. Ten most important conference games for the 23 season. Ohio State, Michigan. Late November. Number two, they have LSU, Alabama. Number three, they have Georgia, Tennessee. Number four, they have Tennessee, Alabama. Number five, Penn State, Ohio State. Next, they have Southern Cal, Duckies. Seven, Michigan, Penn State. Duckies, Washington. Florida State, Clemson's in there. Iowa, Wisconsin, is also in there. Pretty good list. That's a that's that's a pretty good list. Anything new on the <laughs> Pac-12? Oh, so so how did they overpay Brian Kelly a million bucks? What happened? <laughs> Okay, so I'm getting hit up yesterday. Bill, Bill, Brian Kelly got overpaid a million bucks. I guess Brian wants to outdo the Pac-12. I don't know. I mean, let me let me ask you a question <laughs> for everybody hitting me up. Okay, he got overpaid a million bucks. What do you want me to do? Go down there and fix it? What? <laughs> you, you want me to say, oh, Brian, Brian knew about it, and he wasn't going to tell anybody, Bill. Look, Brian Kelly has made probably let let me think this out. fifty to a hundred million dollars in his career. I'm guessing, okay? I don't think that million meant a whole lot. Overpaid or not they'll they'll get it back. But why would I care? Well this guy's making 10 million bucks. So what? They overpaid him a million somehow. I don't care. Why is that a thing? I mean, it's a story. I get I get it's a story. But, yeah, the Brian Kelly hate came out on that one. <laughs> Which is, that part's funny, too. That part does require humor. But anything new with the uh, Pac-12? We know it's Comcast. We thought it was Dish. It was Comcast overpaid the Pac-12 by 50 milli. Yeah, just just a little, just a decimal point mistake. Nobody cares. It's not a big deal. What's 50 million bucks when you're trying to get your new contract going? Who cares? Dom up in Pittsburgh, who's a big Notre Dame fan. Bill, Coach Partridge is an excellent coach. He can't help it if his head coach is a Bleep canoe. A D word canoe. Uh, yeah, I mean, (sighs) Coach Partridge, I'll tell you what he is. He's a very good D-line coach. He's a very good recruiter as well. Is he a head coach? Probably not. Got his shot down there in Boca, and it didn't work out. didn't work out, but got to know him initially when he was at Arkansas, when he was in Vietnam. All right, we'll take a break. First break here. T.J. Top of the hour. J. Book, later hour three. Omni National Hotel.
2: Big Memphis noise. Don't miss Ja, Jaron, and your Grizzlies Sunday at 5 when they take on the Pacers. Score your limited edition matchup poster presented by Silvamo. Available on a first-come, first-served basis at multiple locations around the arena. Get hyped, get ready for a star-studded show, and secure your tickets by calling 901-888-HOOP or online at grizzlies.com today. From Nashville's home of the Memphis Grizzlies, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. You have a 90% chance of surviving a lightning strike. You have a 98% chance of surviving a shark attack. You have a 99% chance of surviving a snake bite. But you only have a 50% chance of surviving a crash if you aren't wearing a seatbelt. Your truck may be tough, but a seatbelt makes it tougher. Buckle up in your truck. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.
3: insurers call 800-715-9880 that's right annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report both absolutely free for calling today call 800-715-9880 that's 800-715-9880 Sponsored by Annuity General, producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term.
4: The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. These things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. And by the way, I could. Because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show, weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio.
2: body clock is set to college football and nothing
0: else. It's Bill King. You're listening to The Bill King Show, the only college football radio show proven to make you smarter.
1: All right. I'll go ahead and just read you the Brian Kelly story. This is on 24-7. Brian Kelly, one of college football's highest-paid coaches coming off 10 wins to cap his first season at LSU, actually was overpaid for his services, according to a report released this week by the Louisiana Legislative Auditor's Office. The audit... Indicated LSU began making payments to Kelly in May, but continued sending money to the coach directly with supplemental payments, which resulted in double payments. Error was actually discovered November of 22, per the report. To fix the mistake, LSU has since enacted an adjusted pay schedule so that the school can recoup the funds by the end of 23's fiscal year per business report there's the story I'm not sure I even I mean I read it and I understand the words I'm not sure I understand exactly what happened doesn't really matter he's making about 10 million a year so they overpaid him what well, what's it what do you think he did took the extra million and had a big party <laughs> man it gave me an extra million I can get some toys now. Some of those things I always wanted that I couldn't get. Now I can get. They overpaid me a million. How about that, y'all? No Kev up in Chicago. Bill, A&M overpays Dumbo nine million a year. So you're saying he should only get really what? Maybe a million? Bill, A&M overpays Dumbo nine million a year. Georgia Dog, down on the lovely, beautiful Emerald Coast of Florida, says, Bill, this is for Josh. Would Ohio State trade all their receivers for Bowers and our field goal kicker? That's a good one. We'll give you Bowers, number 18. We'll give you a reliable kicker. And all the other receivers, probably not Ra-Ra Thomas. Well, if you want to take Ra-Ra Thomas, you can. I wouldn't. If that report is accurate and he did get incarcerated. But you can have all those. That means you get Lad McConkie. <laughs> <laughs> now, laugh at that. <laughs> Lad McConkie is a producing wide receiver. Now, Now, let me ask you this, though. and and Blake brought it up yesterday just another testament to georgia and their prowess how many schools could win a national championship where lad mcconkey is a producing pretty valuable wide receiver i mean this guy makes plays man this guy makes plays do you think, let me ask you, do you think Ladd McConkie would get any reps at all other than scout team for Ohio State? That just shows you, man. That just shows you Georgia. And Ladd, look, Ladd McConkey's a good ball player. I, I see the guy make plays every time he's out there. But that's another, that's a good question about Georgia Dog, though. You get Bowers, you get everybody else. Now, the Mitchell kid's gone, too. He's at Texas. That's not new news. I mean, look, Bowers is a devastating playmaker from day one at Georgia. Now, he's not going to go as high, I wouldn't think, as Marvin Harrison Jr. will coming up in the – That'd be the, what, 24 draft. But they're both going to go high. Yeah, they're both going to go. I would I would say if you would just wanted to be conservative, both will go top ten. I, again, I would think. Now, again, tied in position. Where will Michael Mayer go? Michael Mayer's going to go in the first round. Coming up. Out of Notre Dame. And, again, he and Bowers are different. They both make plays, but they're just different. The biggest difference in them, well, there's a couple, but the big difference is they're totally different body types. Bowers is much leaner. Bowers is 6'4", what? What do they list him, 218, 220? And and sometimes those weights aren't accurate, but he's leaner. Mayer is 6'4", 6'5", 260. So, just, again, different body types. Doesn't does matter. It's not good or bad. Both good. Different body types. And Bowers is going to be in the open green grass a little faster. Now, Mayer can run, too, but but at 260, that's kind of tough, right? Mayer's going to be a – and Bowers, Bowers will mix it up some, too, in the uh, blocking game. Mayer is a fantastic tight end. Inline blocker if you need that. When you need that. And he's also a wonderful tight end. He's going to be a long time NFL tight end, Michael Mayor. Long, long time. 614 Rob. Up in Ohio, checking in this morning. Bill, I could care less how much LSU pays Kelly, but the guy was getting two paychecks and thought it was normal, I guess. I mean, <laughs> man, they like me so much. Not only are they paying me $100 million over this contract, $10 million a year, but they're paying me even extra on top of that. Man, these people down here love me. I think the people writing the checks – LSU, okay, writing the checks. They were so taken, and in a good way, with his southern accent, that they said, "Here's more. Just don't tell anybody. Hopefully, the audit doesn't catch it." That was it. That was that was the end game. I like Brian Kelly. I'm in the minority. All the oh LSU fans like him too. Oh, I know that. Notre Dame fans not so much anymore. Josh says, "You know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't take that deal from Georgia. Dog. We've got Cade Stover at tight end. Who's no slouch. He's pretty good. That's true. Problem is, is with those receivers, it's hard to acknowledge the tight end appropriately, right?" Because the sex appeal goes to the receivers at Ohio State. That's that's the thing. L Dog said, Remember, Bill, Kyle Pitts went number four in the draft. Scouts are projecting Bowers to be in the top five, which is also very rare. Yeah. Boy. You know, and it depends. It it depends on which teams are picking where, it depends on who else was in there, all of that. Yeah, but ba- Bowers number eighteen is crazy good. How many players? Big name recruits now, okay? Hit immediately. I mean literally, basically game one, year one, play that well. Initially. Now a lot of them will develop and they'll 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 flash and then it takes off, right? But how many of them game one or early in that first year, you just say, oh gosh? Sometimes it may be midway. It might be late in that first year. Sometimes it might not even be in that first year. Maybe it kicks in. The next year, year two. How many though, immediately you can just, okay, this guy is today. He's ready to be a difference immediately. That's rare, even among five stars. That'd be an interesting, you know what an interesting study would be? Take a 10-year sampling of five stars. So let's say thirty a year. Let's say it averages thirty a year, because they they have a rule anywhere between twenty seven and about thirty five five stars in any one class. That's that's kind of a general rule of thumb that they they stick to now. These these services that was started by by twenty four seven and Shannon Terry. But anyways, so let's say a ten year bit of data of only five stars, so that would be 300 players, 30, 30 a class. Let's just average it. Say 300. How many of those 300 literally were ready to be a difference first three games of the year, somewhere in there? So in the first 25% of the regular season, This player not just got to play, okay, but you noticed him. You noticed this guy. This guy is doing work. Whatever position. I don't care what position it is. Now, running back is more common, but but whatever position. What percentage could you accurately say of those 300, somewhere in the first three games, the first 25% of the season, Made a difference. You're watching that team play, and you're saying, okay, this guy is out there getting stuff done. He is making things happen. He's winning his job description. And then, you know, what would also be interesting is if you just pared it all the way down. How many flashed second half of the season? How many didn't really flash until the second year? And then you get all the way down to how many didn't flash at all. Got to year three and they're already in the portal because they're not playing. They're not what they're supposed to be. And they don't get the love anymore from the staff that they got during recruiting because it's obvious they're not what they were supposed to be. That would be interesting. I don't know that anybody's done a a survey like that. Maybe maybe they have and I didn't see it. But that would be interesting. That's what I would want to see. Brock Bowers would be in that rare percentage of flashed real early. I'm guessing that running backs would probably be flashing sooner than most. But the other the other data would be what positions? Because I doubt it's a tight end. Other than Bowers there's lots of tight ends that will develop and be good Michael Mayer you knew as a true freshman was really good got him out of Kentucky everybody wanted him he was he was a huge recruit Kyle Pitts didn't flash until later you 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 Gator fans George whoever Kyle Pitts really didn't flash until what about his third year? I'm talking about consistently. And then he was a total nightmare matchup. Nightmare. Dom up in Pittsburgh. Hey, Bill, Brock Bauer's next block from the tight end position will be his first block. Well, but that's not really his job description. I mean he's 6'4 and probably 220 225 whatever they list him. I mean he's got enough he's got enough body to get things done. But he's a catch the ball receiver tight end. is what he is. And uh, I've seen him mix it up some though. I I do. I will watch Brock Bowers to say okay, well if if he's not the target on this play, I've, I've stopped the tape. I've, I've During games, I've watched to see, and he'll, he'll mix it up. It's not what you're going to notice. No. no, 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 no. That's not what you're going to notice. RJ over in South Carolina, who's an LSU fan. All the Notre Dame fan hatred in the world doesn't change a 10-1 season and the SEC West Championship with 65 scholarship players. BK's contract is money well spent. <clears throat> that's fair. No, no, no. That's, that's a fair statement. Year number one exceeded expectations at LSU with a depleted roster. What did Blake say yesterday? They were around 73. They're not up to 85 yet. They got plenty of room. Lots of it. Chris up in New York. Bill at the top of that five-star list in the last 10 to 12 years would be Marcus Lattimore. Yeah, Marcus Lattimore was so good. As a true freshman. So good. Spurrier knew it immediately. I interviewed him after his freshman year down in Birmingham. And he was, I remember specifically, we were in the uh, radio suite area where we would do our show. And he said, Bill, I'm going to be playing at about 230 this year. That's before the knee injury started kicking in. 230, man. He was probably 220 as a true freshman running back. Absolute beast. That's a good one from Grizz. We'll take the break. Omni Nashville Hotel.
2: Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three cheese blend to make our delicious Mac and top it with chopped hand breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards going to get into our routine with Daily Tennessee Jackpot. You got a dollar? Let's have some fun with it. Let's get those numbers going. How many are we picking? And one. And two. And three. And four. And five. Let's go. All of us Tennesseans are having fun now.
0: Let's
2: play.
4: And play.
0: Work out a win with drawings every day when you play Daily Tennessee Jackpot. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
2: Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required.
4: Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online. Just go to 4 joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, fourhims.com/joy. That's fourhims.com/joy for your free online visit slash joy With
0: thirteen
2: locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses, and other opportunities such as a one thousand dollars for having a yearly physical. The package also includes four hundred one k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company. Not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's starleasing.com to learn more. Hey guys, it's Zach from the Afternoon Stretch. I want to invite you to T-Line Thursday, January 26th to join Bruno Reagan and myself for our live show. T-Line is located at 106 Duluth Avenue in Nashville and we will be there from 4 to 6 p.m. And you can meet Bruno and me, most importantly me, in person. Come hang out, enjoy the great food, games, and join the fun with us January 26th from 4 to 6 p.m. live. From Nashville's first curling venue, T Line Nashville. Call six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Get in on the Bill King Show.
1: But Danny White, the AD there, got paid, too. He's up to $2.2 million. According to Ross Dellinger, that makes him the highest paid AD in the league, in the SEC, $2.2 million, six years. Makes him in the top ten nationally. His athletic department last two years has won six SEC titles. And had, it says here, record fundraising as well. Take care of that man. Considering, now just considering the dysfunction they've had up there for so long, to have elongated good times, elongated prosperity, elongated happiness has to be rewarded. It does. It absolutely does. Yeah, he's up to $2.2 million. Matt Smith on Twitter just noted Bear Bryant on the 26th. Of January 1983, which would be 40 years, passed away. 40 years today. 28 days after he coached his last game. One of the G-Word probably, no, was the G-Word of all time until Nick Saban. Same school. 40 years ago, and I absolutely remember. How many moments into your life do you remember where you were when some event happened? For example, 9-11. I remember where I was, what I was doing. When Bear Bryant passed away, I was in microbiology lab. Somebody had heard it on the radio and came in to class and said, Bear Bryant passed away. I remember exactly where I was standing, what I was looking at, some kind of Petri dish. <laughs> I do. I remember every bit of it. Because you got to understand, in the 70s, and if you go even further back, Alabama football was – the gold standard, right? Now, again, Nebraska was fantastic back then. Nebraska had some incredible juggernaut teams. Oh, uh, Oklahoma was, was in that category. Alabama, actually early 70s, Alabama was struggling. And then they fixed it again. And Bear won more natties after that. But Bear was, Bear had that mystique about him, right? Big old dude kind of a gravelly, gruffly type voice. He was intimidating. He was a hard-nosed dude, man. I mean, hard-nosed. Old school, and he just got old in his health. I mean, he, he didn't take care of himself very well, but I remember that specifically. For 9-11, like I told you, I remember I was in the bedroom and a office off the bedroom, and I was walking back and forth. I was doing a show out of Gainesville, Florida. And I was doing it with Pat Dooley, long-time Gainesville writer. Pat Dooley down there. And every time I would walk by the TV, and it was either on – I think it was on CNN. And I kept seeing this building with all these smoke and everything coming out, and I just thought, okay, well – Somewhere there's a fire. I wasn't wasn't quite it. That was the towers. Because I couldn't really I was walking by and I couldn't really, you know, I was I was talking. I think it was Yeah, it was the it was the Tennessee, Florida week. That's why we were doing the show. Patty called me to do the show, and uh, because they were about to play down there in Gainesville that week, and if you'll recall, pretty much everything that weekend. NFL did it first, but then college football. So the Tennessee-Florida game got moved to the end of the regular season. And Tennessee went down there as a pretty heavy underdog and beat them, upset them. Which I still say to this day was Philip Fulmer's most impressive win ever. Including the 1998 National Championship, which happened a couple of years before that. That was the best year, obviously, but it was it was almost impossible to go down there and win, and Tennessee pulled that game out. Yeah, Tennessee absolutely pulled that game out. Ken down in middle Georgia. Bill, using a baseball metaphor, we love metaphors on the show. Marvin Harrison Jr. hits occasional dingers. Bowers, McConkey, Washington all bat 500 every game. Josh in London, Ohio. Who's better, Marvin Harrison Jr. or Julio Jones? Wow. Well, they're both six-four. How about that? They both, and, and, and one's not in his prime, obviously, or the other one is, well, Marvin Harrison Jr. might not even be in his prime either yet, but they're on different trajectories. I think Marvin Harrison Jr. probably has more up, uh, still has upside, right? Still has more upside. He's just he's just scratching what kind of superstar he can be. Boy, that's a tough one, man. I let me think about that. I you, you've st- Josh stumped me on that one. I mean, both are just spectacular talents. Now now, did Julio become somewhat of a diva? A little bit, kinda, sorta just just saying but both are just spectacular talents that's that's not to be not to be denied top of the hour we will have TJ with us TJ Pittenger will be with us and uh, he'll be down in Tampa we'll kick around Florida State state of Florida college football what have you what comes up if you have any questions for him just hold them for a few minutes we'll get to it Jim and Jupiter actually is down in the Keys at all those concerts going on right now. I don't think he's rolling out of bed early like he usually does. Down there partying in the Keys. That'd be, You know what, in January, that'd be a cool place to be. It actually would. Yeah, I, I'm a little envious. Steven says, Bill, Tennessee fans will always talk smack about Georgia no matter what, but at least Georgia didn't hire Derek Dooley. Well you hired the Dooley who actually won. Right? Won your 1980 natty I Fast moving Hour One Thursday edition on the National Hotel.
2: Nashville Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM has been your home for sports for 20 years. From typewriters to Twitter, fax machines to Facebook, we have you covered 24-7 and on the go. Finding us online is as easy as at Nash Sports Radio, Twitter, at Nash Sports Radio, SoundCloud, at Nash Sports Radio, Facebook, at Nash Sports Radio, or search your app store for WNSR. 20 years of sports, anytime, anywhere, from Nashville Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Bill King doesn't need a countdown clock because he already knows when football season starts.
1: No, cam. Bill, did Dave Biddle stop taking your calls? No, not at all. No, not at all. I just thought we'd we'd break it up a little bit. I mean, they work for the same site. I mean, Dave Biddle's the head guy, Bucknuss, but Jay Book's on that site too. And I just figured I'd I'd change it up a little bit. Plus, I'd always followed Jay Book on Twitter, but I never talked to him. We DM'd a couple of times through the years, but never talked to him. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to put him on and see what's up. I'm going to see how this goes. If he is good on radio like he is on Twitter, then he'll be good. And he's good. Yeah, he is. That one did not disappoint at all. So that's – we're just changing it up a little bit. Yeah, they just – we just changed it up a little bit there. No offense in the 863. Bill, Bobby never gets mentioned as one of the best coaches in that conversation. Might have three or four natties to this day in the age of the second chances. No complaining. Just curious what you think. Oh, I think you consider. That run in the 90s, Let, let's say between about 93, I mean, you could go way a couple of years before that, but let's just say from 93 to to 2000. You had two natties in there. You had a bunch of incredible teams in there. You got to a couple of other, just PCS era, first year against Tennessee, third year against Oklahoma, second year you won it. And that's all on Bobby Bowden's watch. Now, I think it's interesting. Where would you put him? If we're just encompassing all of time, and you've got Nick and Bear right there, right? One, two. After that, where would you go? I mean, you have to. Would you go all the way back to Bud Wilkinson and what he did? I mean, there's you get into that conversation boy there's a hundred percent chance you're gonna I'm gonna leave somebody out right you start encompassing all of time but Bobby belongs in that atmosphere right he belongs in that conversation there's no question yeah there's there's no question about that. I'd have him somewhere up there, and i'm I'm biased. I mean, I'm a huge Bobby Bowden fan. Josh, how about Marvin Harrison Jr. or Devontae Smith? Well, they're different, totally different body types, right? I mean, Marvin Harrison's six four and Smithy's what do they list him five ten? Incredible player. Both are incredible. I would say Smitty's quicker. Obviously with Marvin Harrison, you're gonna have that length and obviously he's a fantastic athlete and he gets deep and all that. Wow. <laughs> Those are tough ones, man. You're talking about superstar on superstar there, that competition. That's that's one that one's close. That one's that one's a close one. I'm I'm evading. Can you tell? I'm I'm um I'm, I'm kicking the can down the road on that one. As well. All right, hour two. We're just seconds away. TJ in the queue. He'll be with us here. And then later Jay Book checks in. As we head out to Scottsdale, Arizona. About twenty minutes into hour number three. If you do want to check in with us today, 615-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844 Five six zero zero on Twitter at Bill's Tom Post, an interesting baseball list of games. Opening day, which is the seventeenth of February, I'll be watching some of these for sure. Anyways, we'll get to that here a little bit. Omni Nashville Hotel.